Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from the Watchdog Studio in frozen Atlanta, Georgia, we welcome you to Watchdog Radio. Thank you for joining us today. I know a lot of our friends are at home with the kids. Uh, some people may have their kids uh, at home with somebody else, but we are so glad that you joined us today on Watchdogs Radio. Uh, it is a frigid, I believe it was about uh, six degrees this morning uh, here in the sunny south. And I can only uh, shudder to imagine what it might be like where you are if you're listening to it uh, somewhere uh, up north in the uh, colder climates. But, uh, well, we want to uh, give you a chance to uh, take a break from whatever you're doing. Uh, join us and, uh, and maybe be a little warm. Let's talk about some things that we can do while we are uh, with our kids on a uh, snow day or cold day. We don't even have snow. Uh, we're having a cold day, which uh, is kind of interesting. Uh, it, it, it has been really great because it's been dry. Uh, we haven't had to worry so much about the um, the wet weather, the freezing, the ice, and of course, uh, you know, you do have your uh, occasional um, ice uh, pipes breaking and freezing and things like that. Uh, so hopefully, uh, you're not experiencing that type of uh, problem. We have uh, been away from uh, Watchdogs Radio here for a couple of weeks. We've done some uh, recorded presentations, and uh, and it's been fun. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to uh, what we did over Christmas, which was actually our Christmas Eve show. We had debated back and forth about what we were going to do, and we wanted to talk about how uh, we celebrate Christmas in our own homes, and, uh, and we did put a little bit of that together. We had a, a great presentation from uh, my co-host, Chris Dannenauer, who uh, hopefully will be joining us here in a couple of minutes. But, uh, you know, some of the great traditions that they have. So uh, if you want to give us a call and just talk about uh, your, your Christmas or your holidays or what you did uh, over the break, you know, most schools started back this week, uh, those that were able to, uh, are our school district uh, generally they have a teacher work day on a Monday, and then the kids were scheduled to go back to school today. But uh, because of the freezing temperatures, they decided that it would be better to uh, keep those kids um, in the house, away from the bus stop, and to be able to uh, stay warm and not put so much into heating the uh, school buildings, but they did have the teachers go in. So uh, that is... Uh, what's going on with us. I know a lot of some of the other schools decided to go ahead and stay closed uh, just because of the uh, the heating the schools or uh, any number of reasons, just keeping the kids from having to be out there at the bus stop. You know, some schools, especially uh, down here in the south, you know, people just don't have the, the kind of winter weather parkas and, and 
uh, skull caps and gloves and things that, that you might have. In other words, or you know, say like where where I grew up, I mean, it was no big deal to be out in uh, you know three four degrees. Um, you know, that was just a regular winter day for us. So, uh, well, I see my good friend and co-host Chris Dannenauer has joined us. Chris, how you doing? Keith, I'm good. How are you doing? And uh, I, I, you know, I'm inside, so I'm warm and. Uh, you know, layered up a little bit uh, extra uh, yesterday and today, so, uh, you know, life is good. Life is good, yeah. Actually, uh, I did do a little bit of research. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm with the kids today, and uh, we did a couple of things. We did the uh, the boiling water thing, which uh, I understand has gotten so popular, and unfortunately some people uh, are just don't quite realize that even though it's uh, freezing outside, it's still boiling water, so I understand there have been some uh, folks that have gotten, uh, unfortunately, gotten injured from trying that little experiment, so if you do decide to try it, please be careful. It is boiling water that you're throwing up into the air, but it is kind of cool to just watch it evaporate and, and just kind of blow away. Um, we also did the thing with the bubbles. I don't know if you, have you heard of that one, Chris? Not the bubbles. We were we were going to do the uh, the boiling water last night with our, our our daughter who's in you know fourth grade and uh we just didn't get around to it uh but yeah she wanted to try that but no i have not heard about the bubbles uh, what tell me about it well we we just took some of the you know the regular uh you know soap bubbles you know you buy at the dollar store the kids you know blowing bubbles and uh and of course when you go out there you know you blow the bubble but if you can catch it um, you can actually watch the ice crystallize in the bubble, and it was really kind of cool. And uh, and as it gets colder, then the bubble, you know, the, the surface of it gets harder, and then when it actually breaks, instead of just disappearing or, or you know, uh, turning back into the soap, it, it kind of um, just turns into kind of like a film. And then if they're floating in the air, they break, and then they, they still continue to float. It kind of looks like feathers going through the air, so that was, that was kind of kind of cool to be able to look at that. We were out uh, running around in the front cul-de-sac this morning. Uh, our neighbor, neighbors probably think we're nuts, but uh, I don't think yeah, we uh, Yeah, luckily, uh, you know, uh, you know that, that, that sounds very uh, interesting and something to try uh, if the weather circle backs around uh, to the, this, this, you know, this colder temperature that we're seeing. Uh, supposed to be getting warm here for the next few days as, as a warming trend mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i'll have to keep that in mind next time my daughter uh and and kids but I, even my boys although they're older uh you know in high school and junior high they probably think that was pretty neat that uh put the bubbles oh yeah yeah my eighth grader loved it so uh yeah we had some fun uh well if you're listening to us live uh i did throw a post out there on facebook hopefully to get the, get some folks to call in and just tell us what are you doing with your kids uh, on this snow day, or, or how how are you handling things? Um, you can give us a call. The number, uh, just as a reminder, is two one five three eight three three seven two eight. That's two one five three eight three three seven two eight. Well, Chris, it's good to be back with you, uh, back live on the radio. You know, we did some um, recorded sessions. I threw in a little uh, one of my family traditions. Uh, you know, we talked to, in the past about my brother who ran a uh, radio station up in Ohio, and their tradition was to run um, the 1939 rebroadcast of A Christmas Carol. 
And, uh, and I took the opportunity to go ahead and keep that tradition going, that Orson Welles thing, um, and that was kind of fun to be able to do that. So we did that on, uh, on Christmas Eve, and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll keep that as a tradition. And you know what, Chris, this is really uh, more or less our anniversary. Did you realize that? No, I, I didn't. Uh, I do want to make a, a few comments, kind of, because we're talking about what are we doing today with oh, okay. the kids, you know, being uh, being you know at home and not at school due to the uh, frigid temperatures, and uh, you know, and we have some ice on the roads here, so uh, you know the main roads are, are are clear, but the side roads are just very uh, nasty and, and slick, and uh, you know, a couple of things that we did here. Uh, you know, of course, we uh, we got the fire stoked, nice and hot to to keep the uh, downstairs warm. But uh, we made, you know, due to the snow we have, we made the snow ice cream. Oh, really? How does you that know? work? Well, you know, uh, you're asking the wrong guy. But you, there's some <laughs> recipes. I'm sure you can look them on Pinterest or, uh, of course, the internet. Uh, you know, and you can thank Al Gore for it later. But you know, you can research, you know, snow ice cream and. Uh, I think you just give us a couple of sugar and some uh, maybe some Jello pudding mix or whatever, and mix it up, and maybe some uh, powdered milk. I'm not too for sure, or sweetened condensed milk. And uh, yeah, so my wife made some, you know, the snow ice cream, which is it's sweet, but it, you know, if you just get a little bit, it, it's pretty good. And then uh, we watched some uh, classics with our our kids. Uh, we made them sit down and watch It's a Wonderful Life. And oh, then uh, yes, yesterday we made them. We made them uh, watch, you know, Dead Dead Poets Society, and that's a. I've never seen that. It's a good movie. Now I uh, I had to come to work, so uh, you know I kind of made my way in to work a little bit yesterday, a little easy, kind of waited an hour for the roads to have a little more traffic uh, on them. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I watched the first hour with my kids, and they're like. You know, they liked part of it, but they didn't like the, some of it, because, like, people dressed that way in the 90s and late 80s. I'm like, yeah, that's how people dressed, you know. Yeah. But, no, it, it's a good, it was a good movie, and, uh, you know, hopefully my boys will get a little extra credit for their AP English class watching that, that uh, you know, especially watching Dad, Dad Poet Society. Uh, uh-huh. But no, uh, you know, just, just spending time with the kids, doing a little experiments, like you said. Uh, we were going to do the bowling water thing last night, but just didn't get around to it with a with a title game on on TV. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was but, interesting. <laughs> it, it was a good game. I was I was, uh, you know, overall I told I told my kids, you know, as you know, we're an you know an SEC country, although you prefer the Big Ten and. You know, I, I understand your reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're, uh, you know, totally support the SEC. And I told them, look, the better team for the who was really the better team all year long won the game. Now, the, mm-hmm. the team that played that really should have, the team that played the best for that game didn't win it. But the team that, you know, definitely showed the most character in the second half and, you know, uh, and overall was a better team throughout the year, they won the game. And, uh, sure. Regardless of uh, what you know, what you think, or what your uh, sports political afflictions are, I guess you could say um, it, it was a very good game. I mean, it I, was, I really, and I, I was impressed, you know, with how how uh, 
Auburn, you know, chose to get to ridicule, not to ridicule, but how they were under pressure, pressure, you know, with Jameis Winston and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, do some things. But like I said, uh, Florida State showed a lot of heart and character and didn't give up. And, and well, sure. overall, and they were the better team and had more talent. And, uh, you know, uh, overall, they were they were the better team and, and they won the game. And so give, give kudos to uh, those players and coaches and, you know, the ACC, you know. Well, absolutely, and and then uh, you know one thing I wanted to mention is uh, you know of course Gus Malzahn, you know I mean do you guys know him or have you ever met him? I mean knowing that he came from Springdale, um, I that, never have personally like you know met him. Eric Eric has met him uh, years ago. I think when he was I think when he was coaching Shiloh, it may have been uh-huh. our Springdale. But Eric had a chance to have a sit down dinner with him, but. Uh, uh, ironically, uh, my wife and I—we almost our, our second house we almost bought was uh, his his in-laws' house. You know, mm-hmm. but we we didn't buy it due to the asking price they wanted. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, good family. His in-laws are good people, and uh, you know, we just at the time with the collapse of the economy, we thought their asking price for the home was mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah, they had a lot of Ga- uh, Gus Malzahn stuff in their home. Uh, oh, mainly in their in their man's cave, you know, for the uh, <laughs> going back from his days at Use Use High School and 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 Shiloh and Springdale. So he coached at at both Shiloh and Springdale. Yeah, yeah, and Shiloh's in Springdale, uh, but yeah, he mm-hmm. coached at Use Arkansas, and then uh, he was hired at Shiloh. I think he coached there four years at Shiloh or, or five and. Won, I think it may be five years and won four national, not national, four uh, state uh, championships, and then came to Springdale and won a uh, a state championship, and then he was uh, then promoted to the uh, offensive coordinator for the Razorbacks, and then went to Tulsa uh, for three years, then went to Auburn, and then to Arkansas State. Now he's the head coach at at, at Auburn. So uh, good family, very. Uh, tedious uh, hard worker and uh you know uh even some of the uh pro teams are are doing some of his plays you know sure and look at what he's done just in uh, you know, that short period of time i mean it's just uh it's been amazing that he he was able to take that program and and of course you know that's just one of those programs that's always strong but to be able to take that uh that program and, and make a complete uh, turnaround there Hey, Chris, I'm uh, coming up on uh, the halfway point in the show, and I'd like to go ahead and uh, start practicing on taking a break here in the midpoint of the show. So you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Well, certainly, I love those, uh, those little spots that we've been able to put together. Now, if you're listening to us and you would like to find out about getting a Watchdogs Radio PSA, uh, or, or actually just a Watchdogs PSA, at your local radio station, or if you are connected with a local radio station, certainly uh, you know, let us know, and we would like to be able to get these uh, PSAs to you. We have some 60-minute progr- uh, PSAs 
some 30-minute PSAs. And, and if you're not aware, uh, in radio, uh, the radio stations are required to do a certain number of public service announcements. These are, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, non, well, I was going to say free, but they're non-paid advertisements for nonprofit agencies and things like that. And the FCC requires radio stations to do a certain number of them. And, uh, and they're always looking for a little bit of variety to put things in. So a lot of the radio stations that I have talked to have been willing to uh, use our PSA just to put in something a little bit different. There are so many things out there. There are so many um, nonprofits um, that are willing to put stuff out. So, uh, so sometimes it, it seems to be the same old kind of stuff. And when a radio station sees something that is specifically too father involvement, something a little different, something catches their interest. Um, it's great when a radio station is able to do that for us. And uh, now a lot of times those, those ads are going to run in times that are well, non-revenue times or non-rev times. It may run at 3 o'clock in the morning on your local radio station, but if, you know, if there's one guy working midnight shift and he hears it and he gets that, uh, that spark and thinks, hey, this is a cool thing, I'm going to bring it to my kid's school, uh, go talk to the principal, that's a seed that, that we can plant in that in that particular community where this program will grow. So, uh, so if you are interested in uh, contacting us and maybe getting some of these PSAs put on your local radio station, uh, or if you have contacts with a local radio station, some schools are even using them to run them during their sports programs in the midpoint of a basketball game at halftime or whatever. Um, schools that have watchdogs programs can insert that in just to promote the program within that school. So it's, a, it's another option. So we would love to be able to put that together. You can give us a call, uh, contact us, and, um, and Chris or somebody at the, uh, the mothership there in Springdale can pass that on to me, and I can get these uh, things to you. Send them um, by email. It's pretty easy to, to get them out there. So, Well, Chris, uh, you, we kind of wanted to uh, look at, you know, we're in a new year. This is 2014. It's amazing what we've been able to do in the last few years or what our Watchdogs family, over 38, well, we have 3,700 schools, uh, edging in on 4,000 4, very quickly around the country. What our oh, family yes, sir, is yeah. doing together. So we're just, um, you know, we're loving what's going on. We're, we're loving to see what's, uh, what's growing. So what are we looking forward to here in the new year, Chris? What are, the, what are some of the new uh, different things? A lot of schools will launch now that they're coming out of their holiday break. They're going into that second semester, second half of the sure, year. Sure, sure. Keith, one thing that we're about to uh, send out and promote to all our active schools is don't forget about your spring launch event. Don't forget about uh, doing your donuts with dads because that's, uh, it's very critical to have that second uh, launch event that we we talk to we tell schools about on our live training calls or the live conferences that you and Eric do is the importance of that those launch events and so now it's the spring and it's it's time to do that uh, that donuts with dads and, and give those men a, a second opportunity who who may have missed that. Uh, that launch event, or they may have been there but didn't sign up, to give those men a, a second time to, to sign that calendar. And uh, a lot of schools will, will, will use this time uh, uh, to get their spring calendar filled if it's not already filled. And right. if they filled the, the spring calendar, Keith, uh, uh, in the fall because they had a, a fantastic and, uh, 
a very uh, much uh, exceeded their expectations for their pay tonight, and they fill their calendar. They'll use this this donuts for dads as more of a celebratory event uh, in the spring. But usually that's later on if they did fail both the fall and spring calendar uh, when they first kicked it off on their pizza night. Uh, speaking about these new schools that are, that are just getting started, that these new schools that are just getting started, you know, they can have their pizza night in the spring because if they're just now coming on and just bought the kid or they may be getting trained, they can, uh, you know, do their pizza night in the, in the spring, then follow up with another pizza night uh, next fall, uh, later on in 2014, then get on the the donuts for uh, dads next next spring if they're just now getting started. Right, right, and uh, that that seems to be the the way the way things work. And now you've got a lot of schools. They did their donuts or they did their pizza night back in the fall, and everybody signed up with you know Christmas in mind is that break point. They're, you know, they, they do that sign-up. Well, now, like, at uh, at my school, now, the, the elementary school I'm associated with, we're getting ready to have our donuts with Dad, and that usually fills that calendar for the rest of the year. Um, but the a lot of these schools, is, is they use the pizza night to fill up that first half of the calendar, and then they come back with their donuts with Dad after, um, after the winter break, and that's when they fill up that second half of the year. It's kind of like a rebirth of the program at the middle point of the year. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. You're right, and uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I personally liked my, when my kids had at their school when they were younger. You know, when they were still kind of cute, uh, and I was, you know, looked up to more. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed that donuts for dads because it was a, a shorter thing. It was in the morning. You know, I could still get to work on time, and then really, uh, you know, a few dads could share their personal stories. And when they're watching these national stories of dads kicking off, programs kicking off, it was more personal, a little more intimate about, you know, a few, two or three dads sharing, hey, you know, you need to come be a watchdog because, and you got to hear how, how these dads, how the, how the school embraced it, how the teachers supported it, and how, how that dad felt for taking off a day of work in the fall to come be a watchdog. Mm-hmm. So I always, always prefer the donors for dads just because, because of that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's uh, in and out, and that was actually how we introduced the program at the elementary school I was at because the PTA was already doing a donut with Dad, and, uh, and I had had an opportunity to, you know, call out there, talk to you. You sent me that, uh, that, that initial um, set of slides, and I just put it up there and let it, let it run, just let it rotate, and I'll, I'll bet probably maybe six or eight guys came up to me uh, and said, you know, hey, what is this? I'm, I'm interested. What's this about? What's going on? And that was kind of the start of our top dog team. So if you are already in the process, if your school is thinking about launching the program and you're already having some sort of a Donuts with Dad, Daddy Breakfast, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, in our case, you know, once the program's running, we're, you know, we like to call it Donuts with Dad. But if you, uh, you know, just throw some, some things out there um, and, and see, you know, you're going to get a response. You know, there, there's no doubt in my mind because, uh, you know, when you give guys an opportunity to be a part of their kids' school day, it, it's something that a lot of guys haven't even ha- been, been invited to or haven't been offered to. You know, a lot of, a lot of schools think, well, we invite them to PTA meetings, 
Well, that is true, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with uh, going to a PCA meeting, being a part of a PCA, but we want to um, get the guys in the door and be willing to, to do that because, you know, let's face it, a lot of people still think the stigma of PCA is, you know, stay-at-home mom. And, and right. they think that, you know, it's not a guy's duty to be a part of the PCA. So when you tie it to a PCA meeting, when you tie it to an open house, and you tie it to something that in people's stereotypical mindset, they think that's a mom thing, you know, that's why we do the pizza night the way we do. That's why we do the donuts with dad the way we do, because we target it specifically of like, this is for dads. This is for you. This is for you to step in the door and see what your child's school day is like and to see how your kid's face absolutely lights up when you walk in the door. Even if you're just coming in for that pizza night, you know, they're going to have you by the hand. They're going to be, you know, showing you this is my classroom. This is, you know, this is what we do, you know, because in most cases, the dads aren't able to do that because of work schedule. And, and it's tough. I mean, you know, I'm working two full-time jobs and, and trying to be able to be there at the right time, you know, to be there to watch my kids grow up. And, and believe me, you know, we, you know, Chris, you, you're, you're full-time there. We know how tough it is. So it, it's not that we're asking you to do something that, you know, we're, we're not already doing ourselves. Oh, I know, I know. And so it's just, you know, I think some of it, Keith, is just, uh, you know, honestly a little bit of, of fear. Like, you know, I, I haven't been to school, you know, in, in, in 15 years or whatever that time period is. And, you know, I really don't want to go to school. School was a bad experience. When my dad mm-hmm. went to school, it was often for bad, you know, it wasn't for good right. purposes. And so, or, you know, and so, uh, you know, it was just changing that mindset and, and, and realizing, hey, you know, I need, you know, we, I need to go find out about this and letting, giving, you know, taking away that burden or that fear. And, and yeah, once dads, uh, I think if they attend a donuts for dads, you know, it totally changes their mindset. And, uh, and, and also, so does the pizza night. Uh, mm-hmm. That does it too, but especially the donuts for dads. Like I said, if you have a program and it's and, and they're launching it, and uh, or you go to that donuts for dads, and you get to hear these these personal stories from these dads of your school, who you are in your community, who you may work with, or you may live by, and how how the watchdogs impacted, how how taking off that day impacted them, and how they're going to sign up for another day. It really, uh, you know, is an eye opener. Sure, if you're worried about it, you know. Is it really cool, guys? Believe me, it's cool. You know, there there's nothing cool, more cooler than to have, you know, 30 third-grade kids looking up to you, seeing you as a hero, standing in line to give you a high five or to, to be there to, you know, have a chance to talk to you, to ask you about your job. What is it that you do? You know, how did you get to the point where you're at? What's, you know, what's it like? Did you go to college? Did you play ball in college? What did you do? You know, it, it just... It's it's a totally different experience if you haven't set foot in a school since you mm-hmm. graduated or otherwise left. So. Oh, oh, I know. And uh, you know, it, one thing that I enjoyed when I would take off and you know was you know went to go serve as a watchdog is you know how the, the high fives and the thumbs up and how kids just beg to to when I'd go to that room whether it was reading, uh, you know, over the spelling list or reading with the proficient kids or the advanced kids or reading 
uh, doing spelling, uh, you know, spelling words or flashcards, so the kids were just starving for my attention. And, and then also in the cafeteria, you know, and on the playground, you really could tell, you know, the kids who, who didn't have a dad in their life and how they were right. begging and starving for that confirmation and that affirmation uh, from you, uh, you know, in the cafeteria and on the playground. Right. And and the other thing is, you know, if your school has a watchdogs program and you're a father in that school, um, I hate to put it this way, but you know what? If if you're not there for your kids to look up to you, they're looking up to another guy who is coming in, who is taking that day off and, and, and just being there. So and, and I often say, you know, you as a father have to make a choice. Who is going to make an impact in your children's life? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be the guy down the street? Is it going to be the, um, you know, maybe not such a great guy down the street? Is it going to be the Nintendo DS? Is it going to be the Xbox? Is it going to be whatever? But some, you're, you're, something is going to have an impact on your children's life as they grow up. You've got to make the choice as to what, that, what that's going to be. Well, Chris, I'll tell you, um, you know, the, the, uh, we have such a great time here. We didn't get any calls today, but hopefully we'll get back on that, uh, uh, that, that I don't want to say rampage, but uh, more or less program of uh, getting some folks to call in. Um, we're getting warmed up. We're going to get cranked up. This is our one-year anniversary. We have been one whole year where we have done Watch Dogs Radio every single week plus a few additional episodes, and it's been great. Chris? We're, uh, we're kind of winding down here, so I thank you so much and tell everybody in Springdale we said Happy New Year. Uh, well, Keith, I take care, and uh, if you, as Keith mentioned, if you have any questions, call our office at 888-540-3647, and Keith, I'll let you close it out with your famous ending. Well, I don't know about famous or not, but, uh, but folks, just remember, the only schools that don't have a watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about it. Join us back here again next week. We'll be back again on Tuesday. Thank you, and thank you for joining Watchdogs Radio. Join us at fathers.com slash watchdogs. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.